0: Welcome to the money down, man. We had a, a great weekend of football. Some really good football games. You know, both of them went down to the wire. Before we jump into you know any of the end game <laughs> stuff, did y'all see the pregame with the with the Chiefs? With the, the Chiefs hey, and uh, the, Justin, the, Tucker. Justin Tucker, Tucker, you see that? Sure. Y'all was trying to do his normal his normal kicking routine, and uh, Mahomes and Kelsey they're throwing his kicking tee, threw his helmet yeah, out
1: bro. the way. All at you, you didn't peep
2: that? That oh, was the one.
1: That was. The- my
2: go ahead. Nah, I'm with KC, bro. Like, you know, I know that's the routine, but fam, get out the way. Like, bro, we trying to warm up. We trying to James, come on, y'all boys know warm. Come on, we trying to warm up. Like, you doing that purposely, fam? Like, he been she, doing it. Oh, he been doing it his whole
0: career. I, I don't know. He claims he claims he, he, said he been does doing that 12 every years. week. Never had any issues with with anybody else. I so said he he didn't complain about. it. He said, look, those are the two best one of the two best players at their position. You know, Hall of Famers, like all that. He said, I was just doing my normal routine. Obviously, they were frustrated. I thought it was, you know, they were just joking about it. They was a little bit more serious than you know, <laughs> you know, what yeah. I was. So, he, hey, Justin Tucker felt played. But yeah, them boy, they, they came there on a mission to look like they, yeah. they wanted to, you know, have that bad guy mentality and shit. They backed that shit up. So, I can't, yeah, can't really say much about I it. I mean, I
1: don't fault them. I, th- I felt like they was, you know, I felt like they were doing a little much. But when, you, yeah, when you perform like that, when you perform like that, I ain't got nothing to say.
2: You know? Man, I mean, you ain't doing much, fam. It ain't no friends out here, especially in no. hey, this A F P championship that. game. Hey, we're trying to warm up, get the hell out of the way, dog. <laughs> I ain't, bro, and those two, that. and those two players, they came and yeah. they came they and did. did. They, they, did. Shit. They, did. So, they did. I mean, if they gonna do that and back it up. I'm
0: all for yeah, it. I'm, for all, sure. I'm all for you, yeah. long, long as they won for sure. And Justin all right,
2: Tucker it. ain't gonna hey, hey, be hey, 65, been, y'all. <laughs> to win the game, i I've been, laughing,
0: I'd been laughing, That'd have be, been be be OD. Ooh. Now let's, let's jump into the game, man. Yeah, the Chiefs, like we said, they they came out ready to play like that same attitude that they had right there about Justin Tucker being in their way. I just felt like that must have been the mindset going into it for him. Like we're the bad guys here. Everybody wants to see us go down. Mm-hmm. You no. Know, where this a defending Super Bowl chance going on the road, nobody giving us a chance. All that, you know, first first possession, they they played aggressive, went went forward on fourth down. Kelsey went ahead and scored. You could you can even see Kelsey like he don't never play like that. The way he uh-huh. he talking he talking shit, he bumping yeah, into everybody, he blocking. So I just felt like the mindset was completely different. That's that's how I thought the Ravens were going to come out and play. You know that bully ball that they like to play in. Their defense, the second half, they played great. First half, I felt like they was playing passive. They weren't physical. So what was y'all takeaways from that game?
2: Yeah, bro, like you said, I mean, KC came in there with that mentality of we leaving out of here with this dub. And like you said, I kind of feel like with the Ravens, they've been – everybody's been telling them, right, how good they were, how historic this defense is. Um, Lamar coming with, you know, hopefully another MVP season – um, it was just one of those moments where you knew at some point, you know, and I live by this saying, right? One of my mentors always told me, it don't catch up to you till it catch up to you. And I feel like this is the game where it finally caught up to him, where some of the stuff maybe in the regular season um, that could have been, you know, real, you know, key points that may have contributed to a loss, but they were able to come out on the right side of it. It all it always catch up to you when you're in that big game. So you know you got to give it hats off to KC, man. They came in with a game plan. We'll get into that in a little bit, but um they really came in with that focus of we going, we going to you know Vegas and we getting back to the Super Bowl and they executed on on all on all phases of the mm-hmm. ball. Yeah, I agree.
1: Man, All four phases for Kansas City was flawless. I mean, they came in like so with that. We're going to leave out of here with this W mentality. And you could see it all game. I mean, like the aggression that you saw Kansas City play with, like that's something you've seen Baltimore play with all year. And you did not see that a lot. You did not see that a lot in uh, yesterday's game. So, I mean, hats off to Kansas City coming in and creating turnovers, scoring when they got in position. Obviously, you know, Baltimore held them to 17 points, so they they didn't play bad. They didn't play bad at all. You held – some big weapons to only 17 points, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, not being able to find opportunities and make plays on the offensive side like they have been doing all year, like, hats off to Kansas City defense. Like, they show why they are one of the top defenses in the league.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what I really left, you know, way impressed with was the Chiefs defense. I, mm-hmm. I knew they were a very good defense coming into this game. It's a yeah. great challenge going up against a explosive offense that could run the football, which they, you know, decided not to do. For mm-hmm. whatever reason, uh, that was a, a big mistake. But what I thought they did a great job. They you know they heated. They weren't afraid to leave their corners on the island. They they heat them up. They mm-hmm. rushed six. They rushed five. And when they were left one on one, they covered those receivers up. I mean, Zay Flowers offensively for the Ravens was like the only one who looked like he came ready to play aside yeah. from yeah. you know Lamar. I'm not sure what their game plan was was offensively from Todd Muckett. I I didn't quite like it. I don't know if he was trying to let Lamar duke it out with. Mahomes and drop back 80 percent of time. He, he dropped back like eighty some percent of the snaps which that's not not saying that he can't do that but that's not their forte they're no. they like to be you know mix the run you know take some shots down the field but that Casey defense man spags man like we, we talked about it last week man he, he always dials up a great game plan he, yeah, even with these up. young players that he has over there he's not scared to just call his game like he he didn't fit there wasn't to me it wasn't it wasn't many spies on Lamar either. They were just uh-huh. contain him with the rush. <laughs> yep.
2: and, and and that's the crazy part about it. And I you know I, I kinda hinted to it the other the other, you know, episode, like spies go against all the rules, right? Like that do, yeah. to me to me, that should be like number one on the on the list is how we gonna spy Lamar or who's gonna spy him. Can they keep up with him? Can they, you know, as far as like trying to run with him when he when he gets in the open field? And like you said, they did not spy him that much. It was a lot of heating him up. Sometimes the four-man pressure, the four man pressure is getting there and containing them. And then guys on the outside, like, we're going to talk about it, but Sneed, McDuff, like them boys was really sticky in coverage. And yeah. it's hard to do that when you got a quarterback that can scramble and you know how good he is yeah. as far as just, you know, creating, you know, plays and extra time for those guys to get open. And them boys was sticky all day. Yeah, I, I mean, just to add on to
1: that, like, like he was saying, like you got Lamar Jackson, who's really good outside of the pocket. That plaster technique was 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 great, like all game. Couldn't he couldn't extend plays downfield? Like, obviously, he found uh, Zay Flowers a, uh, a couple good times, and yeah, but that was it, right? <laughs> So, I mean, hats off to Kansas City's uh, DBs, man especially, in man, especially in man, especially in man coverage.
0: Yeah, that that Baltimore offense, I was I was just so disappointed, you know, in their game plan. You know, Gus Edwards had a few good runs, you know, early yeah. on that football game. And they just went away from it. I thought Spags, he did a great job of, you know, getting Lamar off his time clock. You could tell he was, he was waiting, 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 looking for somebody. Yeah. Nobody open. And when you – when they went from, like, the wide view, you could see they're running, like, a lot of stick routes. Yeah. It was, like, it was like short routes at the sticks or go routes. And it felt like it was, like, nothing really in between. So, and Kansas City seemed like they were very prepared. Like, they knew what routes were coming. You know, whether it was linebackers, matching receivers, you know, linebackers, matching running backs. Man, they did they did a heck of a job. And Lamar was just very off-kilter. Even, like, the strip sack, I know they didn't end up scoring off that. Like, he's just waiting, waiting, waiting. I mean, offensive line is doing a, a pretty decent time. Uh Pretty a pretty, pretty decent job of blocking for him, but nobody's getting open, and he's waiting, waiting. Strip sack. I know they didn't capitalize. I mean, they should have never went for it in that situation, in my opinion. But that's you
1: know the nature of
0: the beast. But man, I, mean, I was just disappointed in that and, team. And you made a good
1: you made a good point. Like you talked about the run game, bro. Run game is important. Like you see what happened with Kansas City. Like they get. Pacheco had what like 20 touches? 20,
0: yeah, 24. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he
1: had 24 touches. I mean, uh, he, he scored on the ground once, but he only ran for like what 68, 69, maybe 70 yeah.
2: yards. Yeah. But it was effective. A, it was effective. And, and and we people, the viewers out there, man, you can really learn some, you can really get some game from us. And you right. know, we said it, we said it weeks ago to win in the playoffs. You don't have to have a, a a crazy run game, but you got to have a meaningful run game. And I noticed that early on, and I remember texting in the group chat, like, Andy Reid had the perfect game plan Mm -hmm. against a team that we thought, or a defense that we thought that nobody could run against with those two-star linebackers, and he had a meaningful Mm -hmm. run game with Pacheco. Like you said, I think 20, I want to say 24 attempts or 28 attempts? 24 24, 24 24 attempts, 68 yards. yards. But 68 yards, that's meaningful. That means when you're on first down and you're picking up those four yards, those, those five yards, and you're getting to those second and mediums and second and shorts, you can play with you can play on second and third down because you kind of are guaranteed another first down. And uh-huh. that, and that's why, you know, I got to I got to give a big shout out to Big Red how he was yeah. able to control that clock in that game. You know, those possessions that Lamar was used to having maybe, you know, 10, 15 at the max possessions got cut down to a certain number. Yeah, big time. And when you get cut down to that number, you have to make those possessions count. So when you when, when you had the strip sack and you had the interception, you kind of put yourself behind the eight ball right yeah. there. Yep. And that's why I got to give Spags so much credit, like the good defensive coordinators. They, they determine how he wants you to move. He determines how, you know, he wants to control the game. And i just disappointed in Todd, man, from getting yeah. away from what he's been, his bread and butter all year, right? Like, Gus has been getting in the end zone. Guys have been yes. contributing in that yep. run game, yep. which opens up Zay Flowers and Odell yep. and them on the outside.
1: Yeah, man.
2: Go
1: ahead. I was going to say, yeah, and you ain't see Kansas City stacking the box a lot either. Like you saw the Ravens getting linebackers in the box to stop Pacheco. You didn't see that on the other side. And that's what we're used to seeing when, uh, especially in the regular season with Detroit, or not, not Detroit, with uh, Baltimore. Like, pe- like you got more men in the box to help protect against Lamar's run game. And we didn't see it much. We didn't see much of that at all.
0: And like, so shit, like you got to give Andy Reid a lot of credit. Like it's very easily for him to be like, I got the best quarterback in the league. We're going to just let him drop back 60 times. We're going to take deep shots. And, like, no, they they ran the football. They threw yep. short routes. Like he extended some plays, but there wasn't, there wasn't many huge plays for them offensively. They were just matriculating them, moving down the field and, you know, go down and score. They didn't score in the second half, but the first half they came mm-hmm. out, did what they needed to do and, they moved the ball in the second half, just didn't score, which I said I got to give the Ravens defense a lot of credit. They bowed up, you know, after mm-hmm. that and they gave their offense plenty of chances. They, they're moving the ball a little bit. You know, they got the ball down there a couple of times. It's never capitalized. We had the Zay Flowers fumble, which we'll you know get into yeah. later down the line. And then yeah. you know, Lamar had the interception where obviously he forced it in the triple coverage. But that that whole entire drive, I just felt like even that whole entire second half, I felt like the emotions. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens was getting the best of I them. Mean, you can see they're starting to get frustrated. That time starting to start to tick off. They're not moving the football. They're not doing anything. You see everybody, you know, trying to pep talk, starting to yell, you know, bitching at the refs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that's where I feel like 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 I said, we'll get into the Zay thing early. That's where I feel like everybody's like trying to force and make a play, which you can't really do, you know, in those situations. You gotta let the game come to you. Cause that was the excellent play call. Got the man coverage, got the shift. You saw what they needed. They ran cover zero. Boom. You had your play, even the play before that. You know, Lamar read the defense great. They ran like invert cover two. Sneed, I'm not sure what he was looking at, but a great read by Lamar. Hit him on the sideline, and you know, Zay gets the the time penalty, which I I think some some BS, but that's that's what they're calling. You know, in today's game, you spin the ball, look down at somebody, they're throwing the flag. So I just thought a lot of that. You know, for the Ravens, they were trying to you know really trying to force the issue sometimes when instead of letting the game
2: come to them. And yeah. I think I I I think with KC I know they didn't score um, in that second half, but I just felt like I felt like that They're was a part of, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was a part of game plan. And when you know, like when you have control, clop. you yeah. control the clock. Like even I I even tweeted during the game. There was one I think it was the the possession that um you know Zay ended up fumbling on. But the where the game was and how much time was on the clock for KC, it was like okay I can't. They were up ten, and uh you know Baltimore was 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 marching into uh you know red zone territory, and KC's mindset I could tell had to be I just can't give up seven right here because if I give up three effectively it's still a two possess- it's a two score game for, for them, them to win, win. Yeah. for them to win so i think that just changes the whole mentality of all right i just got to get first downs i just got to chew at this clock and not to say that baltimore's offense isn't explosive cuz they can score and get the ball sure. downfield on explosive but that's out of character for them right like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you know they're more of a like run the, you know run the ball lamar you know create some you know plays with his feet And then they hit you with the big play. And at that point, it's all on you to determine, you know, I just can't give up the big play. The time, the clock is not on their side. And I think just that's why I said KC's offensive game plan and defensive game plan was hand in hand. And they executed it. They executed it perfect. Like, I can't go back and watch that game and think of, you know, any any mistakes that they made other than going for Mm -hmm. it on that fourth down and and not getting it.
1: Right. I mean, go ahead, Jay.
0: I I just feel like they never could really get too much pressure, you know, on Patrick Mahomes as well. I know they had two sacks eventually, but he felt I feel like he was comfortable in the pocket, could do what he wanted for the most part of the game. They didn't leave the game with any takeaways as well. They led the league in takeaways and zero zero takeaways from the game. I thought they would have needed something like that to kind of give their offensive spark. And like I said earlier, too, they didn't run the ball enough offensively and not enough design runs for Lamar. I know that was like a big thing going into the season, they were running him too much and whatnot with Greg Roman. But when it comes down to the playoffs, I feel like that's the time when you really dial up those runs. He had the one run on fourth down and one or two, whatever it was, on, in their own territory, which I thought was crazy. But he ended up you know, ripping it off for like 30, 40 yards. Like where was more of that? Like when a team's running cover zero and all that, and you got a QB run, extra blockers, that's when, especially in the red zone when Casey not afraid to dial that up, I just feel like – That was just missing. I feel like he should have at least had – most of his, you know, carries were scrambles when, you know, they're rushing him and all that. I feel like there should have been more design runs for him. Man, I just feel like they – like for Baltimore, like we say, like we never know if they're going to make it back to this point once again. This their second time getting the number one seed, I think with Lamar Jackson being there, and they weren't able to, you know, capitalize on it. It's just tough, man. Very, very tough going up against
2: Mahomes. (laughs) It's, I think this is one of those situations, right? Like, if I was, you know, hardball when I came into the stadium, I would have made it an emphasis to Lamar. Like, and I don't like to compare, you know, this to, but I am living and dying by eight, bro. Yeah. And that would have been my conversation to him. Like, if you're going to go out there and you're going to throw a ball, and, and, and like you said, he, he has some turnovers with, you know, the strip sack and the pick. I'm okay with that. Like, I'm yeah. living and dying by that. If you're yeah. going to go out here and you're going to run 15 times, which, you know right now is is kind of your strong suit i'm living with that and i just feel like going into the game like i don't know we just didn't get the eight that we're normally Confident, you know, like that confident yeah. Lamar Jackson that we're just accustomed yeah. to seeing. I, like,
1: you go ahead. I was gonna say, I feel like, like yeah, you guys mentioned, and I feel like why is because you guys mentioned that you guys mentioned why earlier. For one, uh, I feel like the I feel like quarterbacks know when their possessions are being limited, right? We talked about limiting possessions, right? Quarterbacks know when they're not used to having as many possessions as they're normally having in a regular game, right? So looking, and then another thing is looking for the big play. So you're getting limited positions, and then you're. Also looking for the big play, which is we know your offense is explosive and you've been able to create big plays all game. So instead of you know taking your five, taking your ten here, you know we he meant what, what did Lamar miss like three deep balls? I think yeah. you know yeah, going yeah. up uh, yeah. early downs too. Yeah. You know it was early and it was early in the uh, in the play count, um, and then also not tucking and running like we like we're used to saying as well. Like there's a couple opportunities where Lamar could have tucked and ran, or we're used to saying him escape pressure, yeah. you know looking downfield and not. You know, being able to make a play within the pocket or getting out of the pocket and scrambling for five, 10, 20, like we're used to saying. So I just like it was a lot of what Casey was doing on the defensive side of the ball from a game plan standpoint that really hindered what Baltimore is able to do offensively.
0: Yeah, man, you got to give You got to get bags. A lot of credit, man. It, it made them uncomfortable, man. That's that's really what it was.
2: <laughs> I got to say one thing, James, and I know a lot of this is being shifted towards you know I've seen people you know the tweets everything's fun in games and everybody wants to say you know Lamar choked or you know Zay Flowers this and um I would just want to say coaches nuts get tight too in the playoffs yeah. too, <laughs> yeah for sure and we gotta shift some of this energy to Todd Munkin as well and, yeah. and and like you said when you when you're a player and you're noticing that possessions are getting limited mm. as an offensive coordinator and coach you gotta know how to adjust. And I feel like no adjustments was made. Like even if you no. watch that game from the first half to the second half, I didn't see no different adjustments. Like it it's was not like it was the same game plan. Same. So yeah. that gotta be shifted on that coaching staff too. Like Andy Reid and, and Spags <laughs>
0: definitely
2: yeah, out, awesome. yeah. definitely outcoached them.
0: So yeah. The Ravens got out coach, out-played, out scheme, all that. And like I said, with all that being said, they still had a chance. Yes, still they still had again. You. <laughs> which is, a game, They're on twice. Yeah, which is crazy, man. And now let's shift to the next game, Lions versus 49ers. <sighs> <laughs> man, uh, I said, I thought the Lions had a chance. They... Bro, they came out and surprised me, jumped out 24-7. 7 You know, you got Jamison Williams. He played, you know, his the best Ooh. game of his career in the biggest moments, uh-huh. which that'll be great for him moving forward. He you saw that Alabama Jamison Williams out there with he hand taking yeah. people up top, all that good stuff, which was cool. But oh man, it's what i take away from this. It's a lot
1: to take oh, in from bro, this wait. football
0: game.
1: And <laughs> it again, bro. I do not know why they stopped running the ball. <laughs> Bro, the physical, bro, they were dominating San Fran up front. They were dominating San Fran's front seven. And you saw that the whole first half. And then the second half, they played like they were down 21. <laughs> Seventeen. They played like they were down the whole game in the second half. They were playing comeback ball and they didn't need to run the ball, milk the possessions. Don't give San Fran the ball or don't try try not to give San Fran the ball back because you you know they're explosive. Debo's playing. CMC is having a great game hey, or God. has not. He hasn't started getting going yeah, he yet. He Started going. Yeah, the game started, right. he started <laughs> going. To, you know what I'm Like yeah. stick to what's working. And I don't know why we. I don't know why we deviate or why, why we. But why people deviate in the second half from what's been working all
2: game i i just don't understand that i said i said it earlier co- coaches nuts get tight and, yeah. and i mean it's it's a, it's a figure of speech that we use you know in football yeah. but it's it's just i i don't know it's i just got so much you know <laughs> emotions and feeling towards you know that detroit and san Fran game man it's like i kind of want to say, you know, coaching egos and, I, I like, I, I truly don't understand. I don't get how you can jump out on a team 24-7. Um, you had an opportunity... I'm not 24, 24... To, yeah, 24-7. You had an opportunity to, to go up even more, you know, yep. which I understand going forward on fourth down in that call. But just the stuff moving forward after it, I have no idea what that coaching staff was thinking. Um, and then the momentum shift in the game. I think when you start to... That's one thing as a player that you can always talk about and you can always you know hear people talk about it but then you don't really feel it until you're in one of those games where you jump out big and you there's one or two plays that shift and go their way and you're like bro this this oh, yeah,
0: could it's get the tide turning the
2: tide turning and it's one of those it's like when you're on a ship and you you feel it turning and you're trying to steer and you're trying to steer and it's like bro you're not going anywhere like you in this storm and you got to <laughs> create one of those plays or a coach has to make a decision to get you out of that. But I just think some of the decisions that you know Dan Campbell made, man, late in that game, uh, it was extremely frustrating, especially for a team that's had such a magical year. Um, we know the history of Detroit uh, not getting to these type of games or being in the playoffs and being in these situations. I just think when you get to this moment that Detroit was in, you got to make the right decision as a coach. Absolutely. And I think Dan, I think Dan Campbell made a, made a lot of bad choices uh, yes, late sure. in that game.
0: Yeah, so jumping into like the fourth down situation. So the first time for they went forward on fourth down was 24-10. They were at like their 35-yard line. Yeah. Decided to go for it. Which they they had to play there. You no, know, Reynolds dropped it. So it was potentially a first down. But instead of being up 27-10, you're up 24-10. And right after that, that's when they got obviously the 49ers got a lucky play tip. Should have been an interception, but you don't yeah. capitalize on it. They do. You know, IU catches it and they end up CMC ends up punching it in a couple plays later and the next one they're down three points 20 27 24 decide to go for it again drop back for a pass this time it's covered up pretty well golf tries to scramble there's nobody open instead of it being a top football game now it's 27 24 what do the 49ers do they go down and score 30 you know 31 24 so it's, it's just those types of situations like you said the momentum really shifts and you're on the road too so I feel like that's That makes it even tougher. And as an offensive coordinator, you start get off schedule a little bit instead of being uh, being a tie football game. Or you're up, you know, 17 points. Now you're down. You're trailing. You got to switch, trying to figure out getting in a comfortable play calling situation. Because it's different when you're you're up 27. You know, 10, and and now it's 31, (laughs) 24. You got to call the game a little bit differently, man. So I, I thought he was over aggressive, but he stuck to his guns. Dan Campbell, I said. You gotta live by it. You <laughs> die by it as well. If they, if they if the fans it, by it yeah, for if sure. the fans love it, if the fans yeah. love it when he when he converts, they gotta love it when he don't. Man, and he he did sure. it all year long, and in the biggest moments, it didn't work for him, and it, it sucks. But that's
1: yeah. That's I just way. like. Just like your defense has been was playing good the whole first half, make San Fran go the whole length of the field, mm-hmm. switch the field position, and make them run clock, make them make big plays, make them make mistakes, whatever it may be, and make them go the whole field. Yeah. Like don't give them like don't give them good field position. And truth be told, like when we when we sit and we look at it like statistically, like not a lot of teams go for it on fourth down on their own thirty five. Like I get it when you know you're on your forty five, you know going into you know opposing team territory but usually on the 35 you don't go for it you get what i'm saying obviously the play was there he catches the ball it's a first down but like you're running a big risk and you're giving an explosive team an opportunity to get momentum at home and walk 35 yards to to score and and, and take momentum back i mean i just think at that point you gotta flip the field position get a pin them and make them work and you there was three opportunities to do that or what they do, they went on a four four on um, four two 000. when they two when two. they could have, you know, two right
2: Stay in the lead and the one where they could have yeah. tied it up. <laughs> was the, is the kicker not good? Like, I don't, you know, no, he's good, he good. I'm pretty sure he's solid. That boy it, was looking confused on the sideline, <laughs> and, that, and that's what's so frustrating to me, right? The first two times, like you said, Reynolds dropped the ball on the curl route. You, I can live and I can live with that. You get yeah. what I'm saying, but it's then the decision making after that, right? Like yeah. you get to certain points in games where you can be aggressive. Yeah. Now you're in the point of the game, right, where you were up, you know, twenty four seven. Now you're down three. Yeah. Now it's now it's the opportunity. Why am I going for it? Just to yeah. either, if I do get it, just to stall out and kick the three anyway. Like <laughs> yeah. at that point in the game, momentum was shifted so much. Yeah. Right. Any, any points. On any drive, matter. And that's why I just, I, I honestly had to stop watching the game because I was so confused. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't, so because because Detroit ended up scoring again and and, and making the game, you know, a, what, a three point game or a four point game? Yeah, it, a,
0: yeah, like a three, four point game, something four, like that. 34 31, right? Yeah. 34
2: 31. I was just so appalled and upset that he would go for it again, down three. When you know as a coach the momentum is not there, like their offense at this point was rolling. Yeah. Take the points, coach. Take the points. <laughs> yeah. Take That's the points. Really I got a question know. for y'all. As a player or as a player, or like being on staff, right, as a coach, I didn't know there was guys on that sideline saying, man, what the hell is he doing? Like I feel like you got to have somebody on staff that can also confront the head man or the boss man and say like, you you really tricking this off, low-key. Like, I mean, for
0: me, I feel like it's probably has to be a, a group decision as far as you know, somebody upstairs, offensive coordinator, Dan Campbell, they all gotta be on the same page. Like I said, they've been doing it, you know, all year long. So I feel like it wasn't just him. They just, you know, kind of overconfident. Maybe they didn't expect themselves to be in that situation. We we got here, even when we're down, we're gonna stick to the script. And I'm sure they they probably said that going into the game. We're gonna call us aggressive. We're gonna get some if it's fourth and two. We going for it. Whether it's, you know, we get to the 35 plus, we're going for it. Like even if we're in good field goal position. So I think they probably had that mindset coming into the game and they just kind of stuck with it. Like I said, like you said, man, once once I'm down now, I'm I'm taking the three to try and tie it up, especially, you know, fourth quarter or third quarter, whatever, you know, quarter it was. I'm trying to take the points, you know, put some pressure on them as well. Cause after that, I said it just starts it just starts to turn for them, but you know, just kind of switch the sides. Which I got to give a lot of credit to Brock Purdy, the way he performed, yeah, you know, you against the, the Detroit Lions, there. he really, he really showed some stuff this uh, this yeah. past Sunday. Whether it was creating with his legs, you know, extending hey. plays, throwing the ball back across the middle of the field, I mm-hmm. thought he had a heck of a performance. Even going down all those, you know, all those points, I thought he did a heck of. I mean, he could have had the interception to the, you know, <laughs> Lions defender didn't make the play, but hey, <laughs> it don't matter on the stat sheet if if you don't make the play. So what did y'all see from him, you know, on Sunday against the Lions?
1: Lamar was in the red and gold. That,
0: hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Purdy was he doing, bro. And he was
1: making plays, bro, and and that was really that was really nice to see. Obviously, you know, I wasn't rooting for nobody in particular, yeah. But it was good. Like you really gotta respect Brock Purdy and how he played, how he's played in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Like you can't point the finger at him like you can only give him his credit like how he played in that second half you know like getting the ball into the hands of his playmakers making some really good throws being being cool calm and collective in the pocket yeah. like not forcing it like that is a Game manager for you, right there. Like, he, like that was probably the from my in my opinion, that was probably the best game I've seen him play all year from a pressure standpoint. To be yeah. on a big stage, big, yeah,
0: biggest moment, going of the against year. one of the
1: maybe <laughs> you know the best defense in the league, and to be able to play calm and not look rattled, bro. When he got up, every time he got up, every time he made a play or every time he made a big play down the field, you could just see it in his face. He was smiling. He was enjoying the, the game, moment. bro. He wasn't shaking. Like that's how you
2: got to play the game as a QB. Yeah, that's and you know, like you said, the the his his calm and collectiveness being down that much and people got to understand when you're in those situations, I don't care who you got, Tom Brady, Mahomes, you feel that fucking pressure. <laughs> yeah, you know you in some shit. And yeah. for him to be able to just play how he did and and be able to continue to make plays, I got to say Detroit was was Hitting them like I seen a couple I seen a couple hits from Detroit and I was like, Oh, and guess what? He got up. And he, he controlled that huddle. And I think that's important, too, for, you know, the, the offense and, you know, the whole team to be able to look at him. Everybody's looking at the quarterbacks in these situations because they know those are the guys that lead this team. And for him to just stay calm and collective that whole time and then even once they got back in and that momentum shifted on him and he just rolled that wave and led them to that victory, I'm excited for him. We got another yeah. rematch in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. um, I think the biggest thing I would take away from these Two games is the you saw the difference in. I'm not gonna call you know Dan Campbell or Coach Harbaugh bad coaches because they're not bad coaches at all, but you saw the coaches that made the adjustments, and that's the that's how you're gonna be able to win these games in 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 the playoffs. You got to be able to adjust and see where you can fix and put your players in the best position. And the guys that can adjust, they go to the Super Bowl, hundred percent.
0: And now let us jump into. Mr. Sojourn's Conspiracies. I know we had. You know, some- <laughs> I don't think we ever
2: been to the moon. We for sure ain't the only ones out there, dawg. Sojourn's Conspiracies.
0: You know, you know, you, know hey, you know. Last week you said, you know, the the logo that was, that was a conspiracy. Conspiracy. It didn't. It didn't hold true this year. You <laughs> right might cover. have heard what you said. You might have heard <laughs> what you said to change the script, but had to, yeah, but do you have any other conspiracies from this past weekend's football games? We still got the Taylor Swift thing alive. I don't know if that's one of your conspiracies why the Chiefs, you know, are still alive in this football oh. game. <laughs> She
2: got something to do with this for sure. <laughs> bro, did you guys see how much money she's generated the Chiefs since she's been on TV? Like, like it's like three... Like some million. 40 million or something yeah, like that. So that's one thing. And then, bro, I'm really in... I don't know, bro. I... I I don't wanna say nothing crazy because you know how things work out. You never know. I might be might get hired by the Lions or something else. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I feel like Dan blew that game, bro. purpose, I, I, mean, like, I, I and just I, I, some of that stuff just doesn't make sense. Like I could, I couldn't. Listen, we play James. We play Matt. I wouldn't do some of this shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I would. <laughs> <He> would right <laughs> there. He would. I would. <laughs> I wouldn't do some of this crap. Like Warren, you say you would. Like in a real, like you know, no, nah, like, not in a real game, bro. Yeah, no, nah, not in a real game. You know, nah, in an nah, AFC NFC the Championship game to go bro, to the bowl four and, times. Hey, hey, Warren, in the in the online franchise league with us. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I'm right <laughs> You do that. Man, you know, if you do that, yeah. you
1: never hear we, the we end cook.
2: of We, we cook. <laughs> we cook. You never <laughs> hear in the end of that with me.
1: Hey, but, I ain't going to lie. You do something like that and mad and then lose a the game, bro. You mess around. They oh, really yeah. fire you and all hey, fire you. When, when you send the week, <laughs> get that notification, you have been released from the organization.
2: But yeah, just his 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 post his post conference when he was saying like not knowing if we'll ever be here again oh, like man. that's some scripted stuff, bro. So <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if Vegas you know <laughs> Vegas sent that call in, bro. Vegas sent that call in in a, in a, at halftime, but. Hey, bro, it be some weird stuff going on. You got to pay attention. <laughs> uh,
1: bro, I ain't gonna lie, I agree with you, bro. Because, bro, I don't think I've ever heard a coach say something like that. Like this, will, this, this, this might, this might, this might be our only chance. Like, no, nah, bro, you got returning players coming next year. You got another opportunity. You got a really good team. I have never heard a losing team say something like that after losing the Super Bowl. It's, it's bro, not, not a- even bro. Atlanta was in the same situation when James and them beat them a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, you see you see ain't hear them say that. You see where
0: they at now, though, bro. They yeah, you beat- ain't
1: like, <laughs> so you know, it's, it
0: may be odd for him to say, you know, in that moment, you no, know, fresh truth? out of that game, oh, but bro. it's it's some truth to that, Glad man. You
2: know something, bro? Like,
0: I, I don't know shit. Like, hey, I, hey. I, 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 hey,
2: and we and we gonna we gonna have another conspiracy when we get to that week. But dog, that Atlanta and, and New England game—that's that, some
1: shit to that. Did, <laughs> that is hey. no
2: conspiracies along with that one. Hey. That's just.
1: Hey, all I know is this Super Bowl about to be the most watched Super Bowl in history, bro. It's going to
2: be a because, of, show. Because, because of show. Because, because of a singer. Because hey, of a singer. That's why. that's you bringing that,
0: in, bring in a whole nother crowd that don't typically, maybe they watch the Super Bowl, but maybe they don't typically watch football on a regular basis, but they want to see their favorite artists.
2: That's just it. That's more money, though. Hey, really. it, NFL, if y'all see this, man, get <laughs> Get T. Swift a a game field pass or... (laughs) A jersey or something, bro. <laughs> At this point, she deserved to <laughs> be in the, hey, she yeah. be
0: in hey, the game. The, the Super Bowl, gonna be other celebrities in the house too, though. So it's gonna they go. No, nah, the it's like that every
1: game. year, bro. But Swifties carry she, a whole. That's a whole different. That's a goat.
2: But hey, she bigger, bigger than the she bigger than the Beehive, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Bro, <laughs> really though,
0: <laughs>
2: for really, for though.
0: Sure. Another topic I wanted to bring up. I've been seeing this over the last couple of days. How people are ready to, you know, give Patrick Mahomes the the goat you know, little title already. How do y'all feel about that? Y'all already know how I feel about that, so I won't won't jump out and say it first, but how you feel
1: about that? I got one word, seven. (laughs) Seven, bro. Tom has seven Super Bowls. Again, Tom was also drafted in the sixth round, and, bro, like, the things that he's been able to do in New England, bro, that will never be matched, bro. That, I... I put a million dollars on it right now. Nobody will ever match the career that Tom had. I yeah. doubt Patrick Mahomes gets seven Super Bowl rings. I'm just gonna be honest with you, like that. That that's the goat. Point yeah. blank. Period. That is the greatest of all time quarterback to ever touch again, to, to ever touch the field.
2: I might have to disagree with that comment. You hold on. No. 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 Wait. 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 Man, come on, y'all. But y'all know who I'm rolling <laughs> with. Man. Oh, man. But Pat might get. He might get seven, bro. You think so? He, he has a uh, he has a chance. But back to the question, at uh, no TB twelve, bro. And I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something <laughs> very very funny. We we should really be thinking Peyton and Eli's parents. We should be <laughs> thinking Peyton and Eli's Man, mom and Because <laughs> yeah. without them, he's sitting on. Yeah, who knows how many nine, maybe, because the one with Denver, which like it's James, that whole team was kind of depleted. Like he was able to get there, and that was a game. And then the two Super Bowls that he lost against Eli, like it literally took magnificent plays to to beat him. Like the David, like David Tyree, and then and then the dime Eli threw to Mario Manningham on the side on the side was was a dime too, but. Ain't nobody. We can even, you know, I've been seeing this, this conversations, and people got to stop it, man. Yeah. Like, give that guy his credit. That's like the LeBron and M- MJ, yeah. you know, conversation. Sure. Don't get me wrong. Like Pat is, yeah. he's, he's on, the, on
0: his way. Yeah, he's well, sure. no,
2: he's well not, on his way. He's definitely not taking special. that. Person. Yeah, he's special in his in his own category. But I think when you want to talk about getting to that last level on a video game, you know, you hear people talk about it like. You damn near gotta play a perfect game to beat twelve, and the teams that have you've seen you seen they played they played really perfect games, or they yeah. made some you know outstanding plays with like the Philly special. Like it's it, a lot of stuff got to go your way to beat Tom in the Super Bowl, and that's the thing is like. Bro, Tom did it till he was like till he was forty,
1: yeah. bro. Yeah, did man. it on another team. Bro, he did it on and he did it on two teams. That's
0: <laughs> that's the point that I, I kind of wanted to bring up. Like I know Patrick Mahomes is great. He's well on his way. He's off to a hot start. To me, it's just longevity matters. Tom did that shit for you know twenty years. You yeah. know Pat's only yeah. in, what his what his six years starting as a quarterback, and he's off to a heck of a start. Can he possibly get there? If he continues to do the shit he's doing, hell yeah, his ass, <laughs> <laughs> his ass gonna be yeah. you know right there. So, but as we just gotta let it play out. I feel like at times, you know, we like to give you know people titles too early, especially while they're playing. Let his career play out. You know, who knows? You know, the these next how these next 10 years go for him, like we all assume is gonna be great, which I think is trending you know, all in the right direction to be great, but we just gotta let it play out before we you know give him the go title. Is he probably the most you know, talented as far as, you know, extended plays, arm talent, like all that. Hell yeah, probably. But like I said, just let his career, you know, play out. <laughs> maybe, maybe he ends up with eight Super Bowls. We don't know. But just just let it play out. But he's he's well on his way. He's definitely already one of the best quarterbacks. You know, Of course, best of his generation. And, you know, obviously working his way up the charts as far as, you know, all time. But early thoughts on the Super Bowl. 49ers, Chiefs. What's y'all early thoughts? You no know, way. <laughs> we ain't got to break it down, but I... I I just think it's gonna be a really oh. good football game. You know, two good defenses. I think just whatever offense really can can go out there and you know make the plays at the right time. I don't, I don't see it being high scoring. I, I feel like it'd be like a twenty to seventeen type football game. I said well, we got a couple of weeks to kind of diagnose this whole thing. with y'all early thoughts on the? On a Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm 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 a matchup guy, right? Gonna... And I know I know the Super Bowl is, you know, that when you get to that game, it's it's all off coaching decisions and matchups. Yeah. Uh, I'm going I'm I'm gonna be really excited to see that linebacker core group against um uh, against uh you know, Travis Kelsey. Kinda of like yeah. how we were just now with this Baltimore yeah. with yeah. Patrick McQueen and, and Raekwon. Yeah um how they was able to try and stop, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey and, and he had a field day against them. Yeah. But now here it is. We got a linebacker who, in my opinion, has been the best linebacker in the league. Coverage or, too. And he's a, he's a monster in coverage. So that matchup between him and Fred Warner um, is going to be, you know, uh, you know, just a chess match on, you know, how Andy Reid is going to do this, you know, how, um, you know, Wilkins is going to put Fred in these positions to win. And, it's it's gonna be a good game. Whoever makes the whoever makes the the least amount of mistakes, and I know that's a cliche, it's like yeah. that in a lot of games. But whoever makes, makes the least amount of mistakes is gonna win that game,
1: bro. I, I think it's gonna be a deep. It's, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna come down to defense, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, you got two offenses that can score. You got two explosive offenses, but the difference I think gonna be in the game is uh, Nick Bosa and yeah. Chase Young. Yeah, bro, heat like them up. you got you gotta heat them up, and they I think they can do it with rushing four. I yeah. think they could do it. They got two of the best pass rushers in the league, bro. If they. What's go, ahead, go, go ahead, go, oh, oh, ahead. I was gonna say, I was gonna say if, if if they make noise and they're able to create pressure, I think that really helps out San Fran's defense and it gets Mahomes off of I don't want to say off his game because we've seen him play yeah. under pressure, not under bit, pressure, yeah, yeah. but it makes him uncomfortable a little bit. And I think forty I think I think the
2: 49ers have the front to be able to create pressure with only four. I I, I believe that. San Fran, you know, I know, you know, I'm probably a nobody and you don't. Be- <laughs> Go back and watch Cincinnati and go back and watch Tampa Bay. Yeah. And the same thing you said, Warren, you got to be able to rush for, yep. you got to be able to get that pressure on. Them. Those are what those two teams did and were able to be successful. One of them gave him a loss in the Super Bowl. One of them gave him a loss in the AFC championship. Got to be able to get pressure on him. If you give this guy uh, you know, a chance to sit back there and relax and figure out you know, how he's going to do it and relaxing to him might be you know, stepping up in the pocket or you know moving a little bit, um, that's not pressure. You got to be able to heat him up. He got to be able to feel sure, right. you gotta those gotta guys. Down. You got yeah, to you <laughs> gotta be able to you know get some passes on him, make him consider and say you know these guys coming, and you know from that point on you can kind of throw him off his groove. But it's gonna be a good game. It's for
0: sure, yeah. definitely one I'm excited to watch for. And that's a wrap for this week's Money Down Pod. I said, make sure you guys like, subscribe, follow. We on Instagram, TikTok. All that good stuff, YouTube. Make sure y'all tune in.